Hey guys, what's up? How y'all doing? So it's your host again, Ruth Sarah. Another episode of Abazot Podcast. You're welcome to this episode. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for joining and for wanting to listen to this episode of Abba's Word Podcast. And if you are a if you if you've listened to me before and this is not your first time, you are welcome, okay? Thank you so much for always tuning back again to listen. So straight to the point, I'm sure most of you already know that lots of my recordings are always impromptu. Basically, when the father drops something in my heart, when I feel God drops something in my heart to share or to, or to say, I just go ahead and record. Right now, I'm using I'm using my phone. <laughs> I'm not using anything else right now. I'm just like using my phone. Yeah, so I'm just using my phone to record right now, and this was impromptu again. Yes, again. <laughs> so um, lately, a song has been ringing in my heart for like I think two days now. Or was it just today? I'm not really sure, but it's been ringing so much. I think I've been singing this song for like the whole of um, this week, and it has just been resonating with me. And you're going to listen to the song very soon. It's a song that we all know. It's a song that you probably heard um, while growing up. For those that attended Sunday school, <laughs> I attended lots of children's Sunday school while, Sunday school while growing up, and it was such an amazing time to just be, you know, childlike and just um, learn about Bible stories and sing lots of, um, you know, gospel children's songs and lots of Jesus songs that we just remember. Maybe in uh, one of your children's Sunday school, you singing in the choir and just, you know, being a child and singing at the top of your lungs, at the top of your voice, <laughs> even if you're not using, you know, you care less about how you sound, you care less about what the right right note supposed to be, right? And you just sing and you just sing the song so much. This is a song that lots of us know. Um, especially if you were born in church or maybe you just heard it somewhere but if you haven't heard the song before it's a really simple song it's just about like a minute and a half or a minute to two minutes um so let's go ahead and listen to the song and as you sing as you hear the song and as you sing it i want you to listen to the lyrics of the song and i want you to understand and believe that this is really how you are seen in the father's sight. this is really how you are how god sees you this is really how the lord jesus our lord and savior that died for our sins this is how he sees you okay and if you feel so down right now and you feel like no one loves you no one cares about you you feel like you're not seen by god you feel you don't feel loved this um this song is for you it's very very simple but yet powerful you might think it's just a song where a song that babies sing but this is a song that reminds you of how much jesus loves you let's go ahead let's go right ahead and listen to the song Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. 
Hey guys, welcome back. I'm sure you have heard the song and most of you are familiar with the song and you're probably singing it, you know, singing along and um, moving your body and things like that. But when you listen to this song, it says Jesus loves me and I just get reminded of, reminded of how much I listen to the song so much, um, how much I sing it when I was a child, when I was much younger. Well, I'm still a child. Yes, I'm a child of God, right? Yes. <laughs> when i was much younger so <clears throat> i've been singing this song for a whole week and i feel like the lord is just reminding me of his love and i just want to pass the same message across to you if right now you feel like you feel like you are not seen you feel like you're not loved you feel like god doesn't love you i need you to know that he surely does love you he loves you even the words in the in the song we just listened to right now it says yes jesus loves me for the bible tells me so so if right now you don't feel loved i need you to go back and pick your bible and, and 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 just begin to read it and see the love of the father the bible says that he died for you the bible says in john 3 16 that for god so loved the world like so loved not just loved but so loved his love was I feel like I feel like even that word isn't enough to express the love of God. When we hear the word soul, it means extremely, it means a lot, it means it's massive, it means it's like we can't really comprehend it, but soul is the only word that can really do justice to that can maybe do a little bit of justice, not even total justice, because there is no word that can explain the love of God and how much God you know loves us and while singing the song all through this week i'm just being reminded of the love of god because lots of times we go through um some some ups and downs in our in our lives and say and the enemy tries to make us think that hey jesus doesn't love you hey jesus doesn't care about you if he if cares about you why are you going through all of these things right if he cares about you why are you having all these ups and downs if he cares about you why are you why are you facing this challenge that feels like it's non-stop if he cares about you why are things so hard if he cares about you why does it look like no one is paying you any attention if he cares about you you know all of these other things like if he cares about you why does not why does no one check up on you or you know make you feel like you are seen okay but i'm here to remind you that hey the father loves you and he just wants you to go back to being a child remember how you saw how you how you sang that song maybe in your children choir or your children's sunday school just remember your childhood and if you never had a beautiful childhood i am so sorry and i'm and i know that the lord the lord can replace every it can replace and can restore every you know 
everything that you've been through it can restore it and can make your life brand new to the point where it gives you it, it begins to give you a fresh start where you no longer just longer see yourself as an adult but you see yourself as a little child a child of god because that's the state in which the lord wants us to be a child it what does a child do a child literally roams about carefree carelessly has no worries like they have no worries you see lots of memes that you probably has a child you know with the um, feeding bottle and just laying on the couch and you see the meme saying things like um, what it feels like when you pay no rent <laughs> basically chilling that's how the lord wants us to be he doesn't want us to worry he wants us to be rest assured that he loves us the bible says that perfect perfect love casts out all fear so when we when the love of god is being perfected in our hearts we, we understand that he loves us so much he loves us so much to withhold those things from us he loves us to so much to to you know to make us wait for whatsoever prayer you're praying right now for whatsoever request you've been asking him about for whatsoever thing he loves you so much if the lord is making you wait for something it means he doesn't want that thing to destroy you because the version of you right now is probably not able to handle what you're asking for let me say that again. If the Lord is making you wait for something, it's because he loves you. And the version of you right now is probably not ready for what you are asking for. So in the process of him, you, you know, him making you wait is building something on your inside. It's changing you on your inside. It's making you see his love. So in, in this time where you feel like you don't feel the love of God, remember and tell yourself say to the enemy jesus loves me there's something that changes on your inside when you begin to reply those thoughts of those thoughts that make you feel like you are not seen those thoughts that make you feel like you are not loved the bible says again in john 3 16 that for god so loved ruth that he he gave ruth his only begotten son i need you to put your name i need you to see your see yourself in the plan of salvation i need you to see your name i need you to to like visualize that jesus did this for you okay i need you to see it personal i need you to take it personal because not until we've taken the love of god personally and no longer see it as as just only it died for like just all of us okay and once you take it personal you feel something on your inside you know that okay it's not just for them but also for me also for you he died for you personally and i'm here to burst your bubble that if it was still just you on the surface of this earth Jesus will still die. Jesus would have still died even if it's just you. So I need you to put your name in John 3:16 saying for God so loved your for God so loved you. For God so loved you. For God so loved you. For God so loved Ruth that he gave his only begotten son to Ruth that whosoever believes believe in in him which is Jesus should not perish but have everlasting life meaning ruth should not perish because ruth believes in jesus ruth should not perish if if perish if ruth decides to believe in jesus meaning you should not perish if you decide to believe in jesus because he loves you i want you to know that you are his beloved you you are loved by god and he needs you to just be carefree. Not, I don't mean careless with your life. I mean, once you once you put your life in the hands of God, he doesn't need us to worry anymore because there are lots of things on the surface of this earth in our world, our own personal world that can that can definitely get us like 
swept off our feet at any point in time but jesus becomes our firm foundation in those moments jesus becomes the person we run to when satan brings all of those thoughts we remind ourselves god loves me i literally find myself saying this out loud out loud when i just feel so down and i just feel so tired or exhausted or i feel like i don't know what's going on around my world and i just shout it out loud god loves me god loves me god loves me for god so loved ruth i know he loves me i know he cares about me i know he sees me i know he knows my name i want you to know that the bible the bible says the bible says he knows your name he knows your name he knows your name and that is in and that is in Psalm 91 verse 14. It says, because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him, I will protect him because he knows my name. And also Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 says, but now thus says the Lord who has created you, who has created you, O Jacob, or put your name. I, I put my name in lots of, of the Bible verses that I see in my Bible because I want to make it personal. That's how to make it personal. That's how to read your Bible, to make it more personal, to make it more true and real to you. It says, um, but now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Ruth, he formed you. This is this is in Isaiah 43 from verse 1 to 7. The evil formed you, O Ruth. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. God has called you by name. Like, do, do you know what it means to know to know your name? There are billions of people in this world, and God still knows their name, even the ones that are not following him, even the ones that, that are not living for him, it still knows their name. That is love. In my life, I've met all sorts of people. And when I meet someone, maybe for the first time, and I say, hello, hi, I introduce myself. Normally, I'm always the one going to, you know, do all the introduction. Hey, you know, I'm trying to be social. I know all of those other things. (laughs) And I'm like, hi, my name is Ruth. And the person tells me their name. And the person tells me their name. And I'm like, okay, okay, nice to meet you, okay? Well, according to the introduction... I would like to say introduction classes that I've been to, or I'll just say etiquette classes and how to you know, introduce yourself, things like that. They usually say once you um, once you tell the person your name, hey, my name is this, and the person tells you your name, you say, nice to meet you, maybe Franca, nice to meet you, Elizabeth, nice to meet you, um, Mary, nice to meet you, like whatever the person's name is, so you don't forget. But hey, I tried that. I tried that thing. Then, but the next day, Ruth still forgot the person's name, and I'm like, "What did I? What did I do wrong? Like, why can't I? Why can't I just have someone's name in my head for a long time? Like, I literally have to see the person almost probably like twice or three times, and I feel so bad when the next day I see the person and, and I cannot remember the person's name. But the funny thing is that the name of this person stalks or sticks in my head when I know someone else bearing that name. That's actually funny. I think that's just kind of how my brain works. Or maybe if your brain works like that, please send me, just leave a, an audio message or just um, <laughs> shoot me a DM on Instagram or something and let's talk about it, okay? That would be really, <laughs> that's a very, very funny topic. But it's actually true. When I see, I only remember someone else's name when I know that someone else, maybe a friend of mine also bears that name. But going back to what I was saying, if I... 
I feel I can't even remember. I can't even keep up with all my contacts. I can't. It's hard for me to reply all my messages, and it's hard for me to remember someone else, someone's name that maybe someone told me their name a minute ago, and I'm trying to remember their name again. Like, how? Just can you can you imagine God saying He knows your name in the in this world that is more than ten billion people? If I'm right, I'm not good with statistics, but I think that's right. <laughs> so, like for like ten billion people, like, do you know what it means for God to say, "I know your name and you are mine"? Literally, God has taken ownership of you. So, if you feel like no one owns me, hey, as a child of God, God owns you. God loves you god made you and do you know why he knows your name because he changed your name he changed your name he knows your name because he changed your name why and what did he change your name to god changed your name to beautiful things he gave you beautiful names let's go to isaiah chapter 62 verse 1 isaiah chapter 62 tells us how god you know changed the um was had a plan to change these people's the israelites like people of israel from um called deserted desolate like what names have people called you that you're answering to right now but god is saying he's going to change your name satan calls you by what you're struggling with but god calls you by whom he made you to be from even from from before time began from the beginning of creation god calls you by the name he has already predestined and given you whatever your name is do not listen to the names of those that have called you the more you listen to those names that God has never called you by, the less you feel loved. Why? Because it's not in your place to give you the love that only the Father can give to you. Now, Isaiah chapter 62 verse 1 says, No longer will, will they call you deserted or your name or name your land desolate, but you will be called Hephzibah, your land Beulah, for the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. Do you know what that means? The Lord is changing your name. So, of course, the God of the universe knows your name. The one true and living God knows you. He sees you. His name is El Roy. The God who sees me. The God who sees me. If the Lord could see Hagar because of her child. Hagar was the, um, will I say, the slave, a slave to Abraham when Sarah told Abraham to go sleep with her because Sarah couldn't give Abraham a child according to her at that time. But God could still see Hagar because of because of her child. So if God can see Hagar, how much more you? Definitely God sees you. God loves you. And I want you to tell yourself right now, God loves me. Like say it out loud. Let your soul, your spirit and your body and everything, let those thoughts that are trying to weigh you down, let them hear it. That God loves me. Shout it. God loves me. He loves Ruth. Whatever your name is, say it. God loves me. Because this is the truth, guys. This is this is the truth. This is what Satan doesn't want you to know. This is what he doesn't want you to know. Perfect love casts out all fear. The Bible goes on to say in that verse um, that whatsoever is fearful has not been made perfect in love. 
so like that's exactly what's on my heart that i feel like i need you guys to like just know right now that perfect love cast out of you and the lord loves you i need you to sing that song jesus loves me again and again and again he hears your prayer he listens to your heartbeat he listens to your heartbeat he listens to your heartbeat he listens to your to your heartbeat it sees you it sees you isaiah again chapter 49 verse 16 these are the verses that i want you to that i want you to have as the foundation of knowing that jesus loves you and sees you and is ready to give you a fresh start is ready to change your change your mentality and change change your lenses isaiah 49 verse 16 says that behold i have engraved you on the palms of my hand and your walls are continually before me which means that the lord has your name on the palm of his hands those same palms those same palms that 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 it was pierced that nails went through those same palms it still has your name on it does that like that's that's mind-blowing because i'm asking myself like if the nails pierced through jesus palms and it created a hollow right and it says that he has engraved me on the palm of my hand wait not just my name literally me so what does me what does me entail like what does that mean like because when i'm reading the bible sometimes i'm like I need to understand what it means. He has engraved me. Like engraving me is basically saying, actually, hold on. Let me look for the meaning of engrave first of all, because I don't want to, I really want to know the definition of this because this is the first time I'm literally seeing this verse in such, in such a bright light. So just give me a minute. I'll be right back. So basically I'm back guys. So <laughs> that was a really short break. I know. So basically engraving is the process of or art of cutting or carving the design on a hard surface especially so as to make a print wait so he says a process of art of cutting or carving a design on a hard surface so are you trying to tell me that are you trying to tell me that god carved me engraved me um what's the other word cuts or like literally he, he carved well people might say this is a metaphor but i like to see it as more than a metaphor because it's literally letting me know that this is mind-blowing guys this is my blowing. like he engraved me on the palm of my hands literally on the palm of his hands basically he has me on the palm of his hands and i'm like where do i fit because and that's like i just i i don't know if you read your bible like this but i i really need you to read your bible like ask questions be inquisitive you know be be excited see yourself in the scripture see yourself in the scripture like 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 get into the bible if that makes sense get into it like be part of the story immerse yourself imagine what it would look like when you're in there like try to go in depth don't just read the scriptures as like just letters don't just read the letters the bible says that the letter killeth this john 6 63 it says i think john 6 62 says the letter killeth but the spirit gives life and the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So I want us to, to, to get life from this scripture, Isaiah chapter 49 from verse 16. I never planned to do this, do this okay? But I feel like the Lord is opening the, my, the eyes of my understanding to see the scripture. So if God is saying that he has engraved me, he has engraved you on the palm of his hands, which means if there are billions of people on this earth, God has engraved them on the palm of his hands that's crazy i feel like i need my soundboard right now but um 
I'm close by, but I didn't plan on having a soundboard. These are just so impromptu. So, but this is why you do the ding, ding, ding. What? <laughs> so this actually means that God's palm is so big. This is so big. No wonder the scripture says that the palm of God, the hand of God isn't, isn't short, that it cannot reach you. Can you guys, are you, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I'm not trying to be so dramatic here, guys, but if you, if you understand what this means, like God literally has you engraved, cut, cut and carved in his hands. And it says that your walls are continually before him. And what those those walls when you have a wall what do you put on wall you put so many things that like when you have a wall like when you get into your room right your room literally tells your room is basically basically explains the type of person you are like when you get into my room make you okay you see like scriptures um you see uh you see flowers i love plants you see the trophies that the world has given me from track and field when you get in you know that okay ruth is a child of god first off okay secondly she's in those sport thirdly you see i have my microphone you know i'm a podcaster or something like that and i have a tripod you think i have i'm a, I'm a youtuber well i'll get into youtube very soon i don't know when but very soon <laughs> okay so literally tells you who you are so god is saying that i've not just only i don't just only know you i know your i know you to, to the core i know what you want tomorrow i know what you will want i know what you will want to have i know your desires i know I know everything like God is not ignorant of anything in your life he is not nothing nothing happens in your life without God being aware of it but the question is are you aware of what God is doing in your life are you aware of what the Word of God says about you are you aware of what the Word of God says about you because you cannot you cannot just see a lot of are you like it's oh lord i really don't know how to put this into words anymore but i just feel that the lord is speaking to someone right now because he has he has been putting this in my heart like go back to being childlike where you are carefree i know that it that sounds it it sounds like it's easier said than done but by little steps by little steps reminding yourself that jesus loves me he loves me so much it loves me so much it cannot fail me it loves me so much it cannot see me fall it holds me so close jesus always wants to help you there is no evil in him he is sinless spotless lamb of god he wants to see you live he wants to see you live your life to the fullest he wants and when i mean to the fullest i don't mean in I don't mean things like partying, drinking, smoking, literally endangering your life and missing out on eternal life. I mean he wants you to live to the fullness of what he died for. He wants you to live with an understanding, knowing that he loves you, he cares about you, he made you, he knows your name because he changed your name. You need to understand that. That he knows your name because he changed it. Whosoever never changed your name does not know your name. And he has called you royal priesthood. He has called you a peculiar person. 
He has called you a holy nation. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 it says but ye are chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light it doesn't just say light it says marvelous light which is a light that is incomprehensible, a light that we, that we cannot fathom, a light that your imagination can't even do justice. It's a light that, a light that surpasses all lights. It is the light and he has called you from darkness into the marvelous light. And what light is it? It's the light of God, the light of Jesus. Now, when you see the light, you know that this light in this light there is love in this light there is salvation in this light is where you find your identity in this light is where you find your identity which is christ and not other things your identity is not gotten from the way you feel your feelings should your feelings cannot dictate your identity if your feelings are here right if your feelings are dictating your identity right now there is a problem but even in the problem there is still hope and there is a way out because christ should only be the the only identity that is why he made us that's why the scripture says that in him we live in him we move in him we have our being because he made us so I'm just here to remind someone that Jesus loves you. He sees you. He cares about you. He loves you with an everlasting love. Do you know what everlasting means? Everlasting is basically saying it cannot end. Even when you die, it cannot end. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 says nothing can separate us from the love of God. Neither tribulation nor sin nor anything nor death can separate us from the love of god nothing 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 can separate us from the love of god from the love of god from the love of god i need you guys to say nothing can separate me from the love of god i want you to say it out loud nothing can separate me from the love of God nothing can separate me from the love of God and this is in Romans chapter 8 from verse in verse 32 I'm like yeah verse 32 if I'm not mistaken nothing so I hope that this has been able to like strengthen your heart and strengthen those knees again to walk in God's love because this is really what Abba's Word podcast, this is the goal of this podcast, that Christ will be formed in us, that will be strengthened to walk in the love of God, and that will have faith again to carry on. Jesus loves you. Remember, He loves you. He changed your name, and He knows your name because He changed your name. He loves you with an everlasting love, and as I round up right now, I just want you to see yourself in the plan of salvation see yourself in the plan of salvation that god so loved you that he gave his only begotten son to you so that you will not perish 
if you believe in him you will not perish but you will have an everlasting life a life that knows no bound a life that has no end a life of peace that even when things are rocky there is this peace you feel because the prince of peace is with you he's always with you he will never leave you nor forsake you that's what the scripture says he will never leave you nor forsake you he will never he will never leave you nor forsake you again he will never leave you nor forsake you he is always by your side he is always by your side he is always by your side always 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 by your side he wants to be there for you if you give him if you if you if you give him if you give him the chance he will never leave you nor forsake you you need to know this his name is Emmanuel God with us God with us God with us he is always with you because he's in you is in you now it lives in us. It doesn't live outside of us. It lives in us. It lives in us. And I pray that you just begin to know this and you walk in this in this understanding that yes, Jesus loves you and is is ready. Is ready. Is ready to do. Is ready to make a home in your heart. If um you're listening to me right now and probably you were a child of God before or you knew the Lord and you backslided or you know due to some distractions here and there I've been there before and I know what it means but you're not on this journey alone Jesus has come again to give us hope to give a fresh start the Bible says that when the righteous fall seven times you stand up eight times so the Lord wants us to stand up and continue the journey you're not you're not alone and there is still hope there is hope in jesus right now there is hope because when he comes back when he comes back there will not there's no more there's no more time for mercy there's no more time to say you're giving your life to jesus now is the time now is the time for salvation now is the time now don't waste till tomorrow jesus wants you he's not mad at you he's madly in love with you he loves you with all of his heart the Bible has made us understand that nothing can separate us from his love, but we keep separating ourselves from his love. But when you're far from him, you don't begin to feel his love. You need to come close to the Father and he's giving you another chance. Or if you've never heard the name Jesus, like I said, Jesus is the is the exact replica, is the son of God, is the exact image of who God is, of who God is. He came down here on earth to die for our sins. He, he, he was beaten for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was beaten so much he was crucified on the old rugged cross. And he died. And he was buried. And after three days a miracle happened. What was that? He was raised up from the dead again. Even death could not defeat him. He, was, he, he rose up from the grave. And because of that it took since it took our sins and our shame when he hung on the cross and he died with it he died which means that it defeated sin sin died at that moment sin died at that moment even death died because he resurrected so when we give our lives to him 
when we give our lives to him and we tell him to come into our lives at that moment when he begins to work in us we begin to die to all of these other things that have you know ruled our flesh and ruled our bodies we die to lies we die to malice we die to fornication we die to whatsoever sin we die to the things that have that have always taken out from us and we begin to live by his spirit when he rose up from the grave he ascended into heaven and when he ascended he sent the Holy Spirit which is the comforter so we will not be left alone so the Holy Spirit is here on earth to dwell in us and to give us the power to walk and live a holy life to give us the power to walk this walk that the Lord has called us to do to give us the power to live like Jesus here on earth so and he has come to give you a fresh start a fresh start old things are passed away and it makes everything new he wants to give you a fresh start if you're dealing with lots of things right now and you feel like there's no one that you can look up to you can look up to Jesus you can look up to Jesus he's here he's here all you have to do if you're ready to surrender your heart to Jesus right now you're ready to come back home you're ready to see a change in your life you're ready to have someone by your side when life feels rocky and not have to do life alone please say this prayer after me Lord Jesus I thank you for for my life I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I thank you for defeating sin and death. Lord, I confess of my sins today and I ask that you forgive me. Today, Lord, I ask that you come into my life. Come and be the Lord of my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please write my name in the book of life change my name send your holy spirit to fill me up right now and to show me how to live for you send other people that are in this walk with you to show me how to live for you daily help me as i take this step of faith to walk with you i confess you as my lord and my savior in Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you just said that prayer, you're welcome to the family. That's all that it takes. The Bible says, with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. What does that mean? That basically means that you believe in your heart, now, believe in your heart now that Jesus is Lord and with your mouth you confess that he is lord and then he comes into your heart when you invite him to come into your heart so you're welcome to the family now what next right what are you supposed to do now that you've said this prayer what's the next step the next step is look for a bible believing church if you don't have a bible first off get a bible if you have a bible and you have it somewhere it doesn't matter if you have lots of dust on it take the dust off okay take the dust off open it and start reading from the new testament start reading from the book of john start reading from the book of john not first john first john is way down the bible just the book of john start reading from the book of john chapter one then yeah start reading from there and have a notepad have a pen and secondly 
go to a bible believing church yes attend a bible believing church a, a church that believes in all parts of the bible um plant yourself in that church you can join a team you can join you know maybe an event team a bible study um have make sure you attend the church's bible study and pray and ask the lord to lead you to a church that he has kept for you yes a church that he has kept for you where you will grow so yeah while being in that church attend the bible studies go to church because you might say that oh we don't need others but in this journey you need others you need like-minded people in the faith so when you begin to fall or feel tired or feel weary they can also cheer you up to continue the journey i never got here by myself the lord the lord sent beautiful people along my path and even my local church has been of so much help we have been able to grow and had like and have like other spiritual leaders to you know learn from so please submit yourself um to god and also to the place where he will lead you to so that's what you have to do if you just gave your life to jesus um congratulations congratulations i'm so happy you're welcome home and i need you to know that jesus loves you all the way okay and he's always going to be on your boat when things get rocky he will never leave you nor forsake you feel free to send me an audio message on spotify or you can all you can also um send us an email at abbasword at gmail.com so abbasword at gmail.com so it's basically a b b a s w o r d d at gmail.com again a b b a s w o r d d at gmail.com or you can shoot me it can just shoot us a text on instagram and it's just Abba's Word Podcast. Just Abba's Word Podcast with one D, actually. A-B-B-A-S-W-O-R-D and um, podcast. Or you can send me um, a DM on my personal account, underscore Ruth Beulah, underscore. So Ruth Osorov. So yeah, just look for Ruth Osorov on Instagram and you should be able to find me. So yeah, thank you all so much for um, listening and for joining us tonight. I hope the Lord has been able to speak to you. Don't forget to follow us on the social media platforms. On Instagram is where we are addressed at the moment. And you can also send an audio message for me. Or leave an audio message for me on Spotify. Uh, feel free to interact and ask questions. We will definitely um, go through those questions that you ask in any other episodes. And give you a shout out, of course. So stay tuned for the next episode of Abba's World Podcast. It's always a delight coming to talk to you all. Very soon, we'll be expecting lots of guests on the show. So we look forward to that. I'm so excited for us to learn from other you know, children of God. Yeah, so I will see you guys again in the next episode. And I can't wait to read all your messages and listen to your audios and answer your questions or um, pray for you, prayer requests, whatever it is. And if you just give your life to Jesus, send that in also. Okay, have an amazing time in God's presence. Keep staying in God. Remember, he knows your name because he changed your name. So this is Ruth Bula, your host, signing out. I love you so much and have an amazing day ahead. Bye.